High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. Now, senior statistician at the CSL joins me as she does every Wednesday, making numbers that talk. Deirdre Cullen, welcome to the programme. Thanks, George. Now, I am the perfect interviewer for this piece. Good. You're the Be- perfect interviewer every week, George. No, no, but you're going to be talking about wage increase over the decades, yeah? That's right. 40s, 50s, That's all right. That. So, no, so, but I lived through them all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You tell us. <laughs> okay, off you go. No, so we brought out a, a release there a couple of weeks ago, the CSO uh, Historical Earnings. And basically what we did was, and it was it's a, a, from a statistical point of view, it was quite tricky because we'd have different surveys over time and we brought all the data together. So now we have a single series and we're able to look at average weekly earnings in the industrial sector going back to the 1950s. And I have to say, I, I, I enjoy coming in here as much as I hope people enjoy listening to me because the numbers are fascinating. So you can look at wages two ways. You can look at what we actually were handed in our pocket. Um, so they will be called a technical term nominal wages. So if I use that, that's the money you're given. Or you can look at it when you remove inflation. But we look at it, the money you were taking home in your pocket first. So 1960s, George. What happened to the 50s all of a oh, sudden? Sorry. Have you dismissed them? <laughs> 1950. What was the average weekly earnings of an industrial worker in Ireland? Five euro seventy six cents. I was going to guess actually, because okay. well, I, the reason being, I remember being in a bus in about nineteen fifty five with Brian Jolly. It was in my class, and he, he we both agreed that fifteen quid a week was an enormous amount of money. Okay, and his father was getting fifteen quid a week, and my father wasn't. When what? year was that? Oh, 54, 55. Well, I tell you what, he was being very well paid because that's in that's Euro. Right. 576, yeah. yeah, that's in Euro. By 1960, it was just under a tenner. Well, you in Euros now? Yeah, so All just right. so we, we can compare okay, over time, yeah, right? Yeah. 1960, it was a tenner. In 1970, it had gone up to 24 Euro. And you want the, a comparison again from me? And then, yeah, go on. Got a job out of college, 1965, 15 quid a week. Okay, so you you were doing okay for for someone oh, straight out of college, and yeah, yeah. Oh, you think you weren't doing too well? <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, so how much in the sixties? The sixties was a tenner. Nineteen seventy was twenty four euro, and over the following ten years, and we will all remember the nineteen seventies as a period of high inflation. Wages went up on average by eighteen percent every year, and by the end of the decade, they'd gone from twenty four euro to one hundred and fifteen euro. Unsustainable. Unsustainable. But real, like when you remove inflation, wages were going up during that period by 4.8%. And so if wages are going up that much ahead of inflation, that's increases, if you like, in in, um, in living standards. And that's what happened throughout the 70s. We but basically it was proven went to from, be unsustainable. Okay. It was. Well, I mean, living standards were improving at the same time. So, I mean, back in the 50s and 60s, with that level of wages, presumably all people could afford was the basic essentials, you know, to heat the home, to eat. You know, there was no there was no extra money. You there know. was no Michelin-starred restaurants. There was no Michelin-starred restaurants. There were, you know, a holiday, you know, a week in Portran. You know, like, the, so living standards increase over time. And there is an expectation that living standards will increase. And but it are, but Sorry, this let, is a social let, question. 
Like, is living standards better to go to the Costa del Sol or Powertran for a week? It's choice, isn't it? Okay. Choice, I guess, yeah. Okay. Between 1980, so 115 euro in 1980. Now, this is actual wages with inflation still built into it. And 1990, it went to 300 euro. So throughout the 80s, there was high uh, wage increases as well. Wages went up throughout the 80s by an average of 10%. And that, again, was due to inflation. So if you have a look from 1970, 24 euro to 1990, 300 euro <laughs> in 20 years. And today, the average wage, average industrial earning is uh, 685 euro. So if I remove inflation from that figure, 685 euro, and take it back to 1950, it was 172 euro. That's what inflation removed. And that means... So the equivalent, if you like, if you remove what inflation was doing, you were getting 170 euro back then. In the 1950s? In the 1950s. So, you know, bread, butter, milk, you know, a bag of coal. (laughs) But you were getting 170 in the 50s compared with 600 now. 685 now. Yeah, closer to 700. But, But how, the one thing you haven't done there, but you did mention it, was bread, butter and milk. You also have to factor in then how much bread, butter and milk was That's right. in the intervening period. Yeah. And well, those figures that I gave you there remove inflation. But of course, inflation impacts on everything. And I have numbers here about the weekly earnings and the price of bread and all that. So if we go back again to, and for some reason, I've got, they've given me different years on this, 1955, when the average weekly earnings were €7.80, uh, bread was £0.05. Cents. And it was using up 0.6 of 1% of your weekly wages. And today, when your average weekly earnings are 685 euro and bread is 1 euro 26, it's just using up 0.2% of your wages. So bread is like it's using up a third less of your wage packet every week. This proves a very important economic point that staples, bread, butter, milk that we must have, that as we earn more money, they represent less of a percentage of the amount of money we're earning. That's And that's my point about improvements, if you like, in yeah. living standards. So the 172 versus 685, like we all have extra money now to spend on extra things, you know. What the economists call disposable income. Yeah, or yeah, so some of us call it, well, fun money. Maybe it's not fun money. But, you know, maybe say if you wanted to do up your patio or get it repointed or something, you know what I mean? You'd have the spare money to do it, you know. So Yeah, but it's interesting if you look at, say, 1955. I mean, I know I refer to myself, but I happen to be there. I mean, I was around. There aren't too many witnesses to 1955 left. My mother went because she got my for all men in those days handed their pay packet over to the wife and she took charge of the money. My mother, therefore, would have spent almost every single penny that he gave her on staple issues like bread, butter and milk and rent or, or whatever. It was not yeah, so. Yeah. And there I was think, no money to go to the pictures. I think when I was in here before, I was talking about the consumer price index and remember the different things that were in the basket and we had a yeah. great laugh about avocados. 
<laughs> I think avocado was no was back in the news recently. Um, but I think is it eleven percent of our wages we're spending on food now, whereas like back in the fifties it was thirty and forty percent of, of our wages. I might have that figure wrong. No, but, but like, yeah, you'd be roundabout. Yeah, yeah. But of course, in nineteen fifty-five, women in the workplace were a tiny percentage because of the marriage bar. The bulk of women had to leave work once they got married. Okay, I thought that was just in the public sector. So presumably in the private sector, people could still work. But I mean, talking about men and women, I have numbers here in front of me about the gender pay gap. Yeah. So I don't know if you or people would know what that is, but it's basically where... I was talking to Ivana Bacek, who is kind of a bit lunatic about these matters. Okay, so if we an hour ago on the program, no less. Okay, and did the gender pay gap come up? Oh, she went on non-stop. Okay, so basically, what it does is it takes two people doing the same job. One is a man and one is a woman, and it looks at how much they're both earning. And men have always been paid more than women for doing the same job. Now, some people might think that that's acceptable. And some people <laughs> like Ivana might get a bit upset about something like that. Back in the 1940s, the gender pay gap was 42 percent. Now, this for the is same job. For the same job. Now, average weekly earnings for industrial workers. So presumably on a factory line or, you know, whatever the work might be, uh, 42%. By the 1980s, we've become highly enlightened and it was fallen to a very impressive only 32%. Where am I going with this, George? By, I, you're by going the, communist, basically. The, <laughs> I see. It's communist to pay men and women the same money for doing the same job. I Go see. On. <laughs> by the 2000s, it was, uh, it still sat at 25% and today it sits at 22%. Now, the gender pay gap for all workers and all earnings is 14%. So, so Ivana Batrick says. So you're confirming what Ivana says. Well, I'm says. sure Ivana, like all good um, people in the public eye, is using CSO statistics when she's, yes, when she's making her arguments. So she would be looking at these numbers. So the gender pay gap has improved over time, um, but there's still further room for It'll be gone by 2032. Okay. According to <laughs> I'll the, be gone by then too. According to the latest <laughs> so experts. Okay, because of the rate at which it's narrowing, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's slow. But but so, I go back to my point here, though. When you look at the forties and the fifties, and you talk about gender pay gap, the number of women in the workforce, like if you, if you went before if you went before the war, like there were minimal numbers of women in the workforce. The war then created jobs for women, which then continued after the war. So the, the figures are slightly skewed when you compare the number of women in the workforce now with then. But that that doesn't skew the wage they're they're being paid to do the work they're doing. You know what I mean? Like there could be a hundred women and a thousand men, but it's it's how I'm much that they're earning on average, George. So you know, with respect, for sure there were far fewer women in the workforce. Yeah, there were. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, like, I if you again, like in the fifties in Cork, say the biggest employer was like Ford Motor Company. Obviously, right? There aren't any women on the production line or making motor cars. So, whereas if 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 Fords were still in Cork today, you might have women doing that work. Do you know, so mm-hmm. there was there was a much more. That's a man's work. Yeah. So today, Ireland is a service economy. I yeah. think eighty percent of us or something yeah. work in the service industries, and so. 
the whole idea of men, you know, and their their physical abilities, you know, doing yeah. certain jobs, that's all removed. And and so, you know, you have a guy and a girl sitting at a desk, you know, researchers or whatever yeah. they may be, and they're being paid different. But they'd pay me extra because I could carry a hod of bricks, whereas you couldn't. Yeah. But like I say, um, that's very small. Picking now. up a biro, we need to be able to do now and 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 but engage what, but our. The purchasing power here, though, is that the wages in the fifties, forty percent of it was going on staple goods, whereas now it's it's down to a third of that. That's it, and it, I mean butter. If we look at butter, so uh, back in nineteen fifty-five, mm-hmm. a pound of butter used up three percent of your average weekly wage, and today three percent of your average. Yeah. Trade. Yeah, it was 24 cents and your wages were 783. And by 1985 that had fallen to 0.6 of 1% and today it's 0.4 of 1%. So that's another example. Well, and and then, there was no margarine. What poor people did was they put dripping on their bread. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, for sure. Uh, sirloin beef, again, that used up 3% of your wages. That was 23 cents a pound, I'm going to guess. Um, and today that will use up 1.1% of your wages. So all of these, you know, commodities or if you like provisions that we buy are using up far less of our wages. I've just one other series of figures here that I might yeah, jump into because I know we're please, getting towards please. the end. Yeah. So I have here figures on the real average weekly earnings in the industry sector by occupational group. And I picked two occupational groups, right. the managerial and professional. Yeah. And the clerical and sales workers okay. and see how they have changed over time. Now, this series only goes back to 1985. But in 1985, the average earnings for the managerial professional was 801 euro and the clerical was 506. So the, the managers were earning 58% more than the clerical workers. By 2008, they were earning 61% more than the clerical workers. They were earning 1205 vis-a-vis 747. And of course, we've had the economic downturn since 2008 and wages have stagnated. But the wages of managerial and professionals have gone in 2008 from 1200 euro to 1450 euro. And the clerical workers have gone to 750 euro. So the managers are now earning 92% more than the clerical workers. Because that's right. Because if you no, I don't mean right. It's it's, it's, uh, right. I mean, it's correct. Because what has happened is that the gap between the the captains of industry and the workers who create the profits has has gone out of total control. Once upon a time, it was say five times what they were working, and now it's thirty five times. Thirty five, you know, yeah, totally. But, but even you know, at a, yeah. at, within a single organisation, the manager versus the clerical oh, yeah. worker, yeah, it make you the, go the communist. It would make you go communist, George. <laughs> Where is Lennon? <laughs>